so <clears throat> I'm gonna have to go get a beer. Yeah, oh, let me gonna, let me let me get one too. That's not this thing. I'll be right back. Dang it, this is all good beer. I'll drink beer and whiskey. Fucked it. All right. going on HVAC crew welcome to another night of HVAC R&D with Ryan and Dennis and as I sit here and I pour myself a nice long draft of this delicious Calumet Farm Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey we want you guys to know that we got a great show tonight we've got a good friend of ours back for his first time in some some little while so without further ado let's get it going yeah come on I could think about is Casey every time somebody. I dedicate that. that to Grayson and Richie. <laughs> Casey's is the best. Oh yeah, that's true. That video where they're sitting in that booth and Casey did it <laughs> at that restaurant. And all those people turned around and looked at him. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. So now I wouldn't know about this whiskey if it weren't for my buddy's wedding back in May. But this is a Kentucky small batch, and it's a mixture of 25 14-year-old barrels and 25 8-year-old barrels. Wow. I haven't uh, had bourbon on the show in a while. I'm still drinking beer. Let's see. 74% corn, 18% rye, 8% malted barley. The first ingredients is high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> and you're wondering, what are you why? drinking a chug? You drinking a chug, Zach? <laughs> Four loco. <laughs> he's drinking a <laughs> Mad Dog drinking 2020. A, he's drinking a Capri Sun. <laughs> Mad Dog 2020 just changed their logo. I noticed it. Really? Yeah, it kind of caught me off guard. And then I'm looking at it. I'm like, nope, not doing that. Nope, you're not fooling me like you did last time with your new label <laughs> last, trickery. Last weekend. <laughs> yeah. I am drinking Lager Days by Noda. Nice. Have y'all had Jam Session? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. good. Nope. You know what's really good that Noda does is their pumpkin, Radio their, Haze. Their pumpkin oh. ale. Oh, yeah. So there was a brewery up in Mooresville. They moved to Winston-Salem, but they had they always did the pumpkin ale at the Renaissance Festival. 
and when they moved, they took it with them, and then they changed it. I don't know, but Noda's got the closest thing. It's got like cinnamon, and oh, it's good. So I, when I came up there, I think the first time me and Corey came to record, I stopped at that grocery store down the road, and I got some Radio Haze. That was the first time I'd ever had it, and uh, it got it got on me pretty quick. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty good stuff. It's only six percent, but there's something about a craft beer and its percentage. Like it's different. Um, I think like it's like hazy. the full body has yeah. something to do with it, the calories and all that stuff. Yeah. All right, so welcome back, Zach, to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. We got a. Um, do a little catch up here and bring everybody up to speed on what you got going on. Um, yeah, we've obviously already covered uh, what we were drinking in detail, right? <laughs> so that well, segment, I don't know. what is that, that segment's done? That's true. What are you drinking, Zach? You went and got something different. No, I just poured a purple haze. It's just drinking the, the raspberry lager. Oh, okay. I should probably be drinking some Pepto. <laughs> but where's the fun in that? Yeah, no kidding. We're gonna see. We'll see how long it lasts. Yeah, Zach's got a little stomach trouble. As my daughter would call them, the just, stummies. I'm, I'm just dizzy. Stummies. <laughs> sounds like you're... Uh, it sounds like you got a freaking little rat no, in the corner or something. No, like vertigo. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what, are you Jen, what are you clicking Jen on? Jen said something like a migraine or something. I don't know. We'll see. If I pass out and you just hear like a... <laughs> She's probably. I think I might have just yep. scared her. Everybody's awake in Zach's house now. <sighs> yep. Just let us know. You run back there and put her back to bed. <laughs> yeah, I won't do that again. All right. So I'm trying to think of what episode you were on the first time. Oh, actually, it, I'll go look. it was Are on the. It was when we were talking about training. When you were talking about so, like PowerPoint yeah, so presentations. Was, and, was it like episode three, maybe? It was pretty early. I'm going to go look. It so everybody's got to go back and listen to that. The, the The story that Zach tells of him falling in the back of the van and the door shutting on him. The oh, work yeah. van and the guy dropping <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Yeah, that was when so I was episode like, six. Back in the day. Episode six. six, everybody. Training A to Z Part Two with special guest Zach, posted yep. December 9th. Oh wow! So go back and get it if you hadn't got it already. I know we recorded it before that, but yeah, December 9th. Wow. So Zach was, uh, you know, working with us then, and he's recently went back out into the uh, back out in the field. So now we have a. We have a guy out in the field, and he's um, working for a contractor, and you're doing sales, right? Yeah, residential sales. Now, it seems like talking to you that it, you know, smaller company, but it sounds like you're kind of involved in a little bit of everything, right? I mean, uh, yeah. around the shop. Yeah, I somewhat. mean, well, it's been difficult because of COVID. Our, our, the manager, he went out and, yeah, he's been unavailable for a, a, over a month now. And, uh, but yeah, no, it's been, it's been good. The summer was busy. I wasn't used to 
you know, the more calls you take, the more opportunity you have to make money. But it was, you know, I'd go out right. and work. I'd come home at seven, eight o'clock, and then I would work until like eleven, you know, doing stuff. And then I'd work on the weekends. But it's starting to slow down now, and it's kind of nice. It's been good. Now, though. did you do you find yourself leaving the quote with them or telling them you'll send it to them later? Every time. Uh, what I do is I, <clears throat> and I've kind of started to figure it all back out because I did this before, but not like I do now. But the thing that I do now is I talk to them and you, um, you kind of do like the, they call it like the, the pain pyramid. And it's pretty much, you just got to kind of talk to them and find out what, what, it, you know, if they have anything wrong with their system or they have a room that's not been cooling right or whatever right. you find it and then you like talk to them about that pain then you recreate that pain and you just say yeah what was that like how did it make you feel or whatever you know and you just talk to them right and then i'll go you know talk to them get all that figured out and then when i come back in everything is options and it's not just good better best it's literally with it's just here's like five options you know and i'll just and i'll, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about the single stage and then i'll and i'll briefly hit that and then i'll talk about the two stage and i'll hit that for a long time and then i'll talk about variable speed and i do the benefits of all of it and then when i come in and talk about pricing i always start at the top and i work my way down but then i also reiterate as you're working your way down what you're losing so it's a lot right. like you're it, i don't know so it's this is a two-hour deal though usually right sometimes it's three right oh that's what i'm saying like i when i was doing in-home sale well i was a tech doing that not just straight sales but um i caught myself having so many calls on me that i would get all the info and tell them hey i'll type it all up and send it to you later and i always felt like i uh didn't get a whole lot of those yeah and, close those. and i i have a sheet that i made up that's like a comparison sheet i always end it with what should we do and just let them sit there and that's been like the key words that I've learned is just what should we do? Cause it's not like pushy, but at the same time, it's like, you called me out here. What should we do? You know? That's and, right. then, and they're yeah. like, Oh, well, you know, I got more quotes to get or whatever. And you're just like, okay, you know, who you got coming out? You just start talking to them at the end. And then I'll ask them one more time. I'll be like, all right, well, what should we do? And they'll say, well, I got to wait. And I'm like, okay. And then I'll, you know, that's when I give myself a number, all this stuff. And then I'll immediately text them probably like three hours later just thanking them for the opportunity, all that stuff, just so they have like an open line of communication with me. That's a good idea. Well, we it's, can't give away all Zach's uh, secrets. Here. <laughs> no, don't give away all your secrets. Well, and, and you know, it's interesting. I mean, to help it. anybody helping, there's a lot of work out there. I mean, Oh yeah. Geez. I've always said that there's never, there's never enough, uh, HVAC techs and salesmen to go around in a, in a town, well, in the town like we're in, um, my HVAC teacher said there'll never be enough people to to where we'll just run out of work. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. not going to happen. I mean, look at the houses and stuff they're building. And, you know, if installed improperly, you're going to... I mean, I used to go on service calls on two and three and four-year-old systems. I mean, and some of them literally needed to be replaced. They were put in so bad. And they had so many problems. Maybe they had leaking coals or whatever. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you think about how much building's going on right now. Um, yeah, there's a lot of work to, to get out there. 
I feel, I feel like a lot of these smaller guys could use some of these things you just talked about. I mean, um, every little bit helps finding somebody that has done it that can kind of mentor you and, and guide you. And, and the, the thing is, there's so many people that don't know. I mean, it's I listen to a couple podcasts. I, this is one. I mean, I love this one, but there's a couple other ones, you know, and they're good. But it, it there's just so many people out there that's willing to teach you. Well, I feel like like with training, right? If I do, I've been doing two hour training classes because four seems like a lot to me. But if you can go to more classes more often, if you get one thing, right? If you listen to a, a one hour podcast and you get one thing that you can try tomorrow, I feel like that's that's all you can ask. Oh, for, yeah. And you're you all know? pumped after the classes, you know? I went to this one that was a full day and it was like like you talked about as powerpoint but it was also like this guy that you know was if you ever want to look him up his name is joe Cressera, and he's on youtube and he is like he considered like the godfather of the sales from what i've learned and he came right. in town and i went to this convention and uh man i got out of there i was like ready to go to like every call like immediately oh yeah i want to do it i mean <laughs> i was getting out of there like five o'clock in the afternoon i'm like what am i gonna do it's like time to go home but it's like man i want to go out there and talk to somebody <laughs> yeah that's like we we talked about this uh i seen in the hvac hvac news today the the egia the epic 2021 that thing is just i'm sure it's, it's gonna be the, you know speaker unbelievable. speaker on top of speaker on top of speaker yeah i mean you leave you come back home to your hometown after that man you're ready to crush it oh yeah but so, as y'all all know, Ryden's got some notes for us. Um, keep us on track. We've already went completely off the road and in the ditch and everything. But That's usually the way it goes. Uh, <laughs> so, since we got Zach on here, obviously he listens to the show. Ryden's got on here. Our latest show was Crisscross Applesauce. What Would you want to talk about that? or No, I, just, <clears throat> I threw it on there because we usually touch a little bit on on what we what we previously were talking about um i know i've got i'll go back to the question i was going to ask earlier once we get back to a few other things with zach um God. what have you had going on what have you been messing with i mean it's been pretty well, dead it's, it's, it's been pretty dead actually i know i kind of blew the printer up this afternoon when i was finally able to sit down and get a few things done I spent most of most of today doing a takeoff for a commercial job that I've got a customer going after, which there's there's not that many sales guys that'll sit down and help work with takeoffs, but I keep watching guys constantly just either underbid a project or overbid a project because they just don't sit down and look at what's actually in their job. Um, yeah, you don't really want to underbid a commercial job. No, and... Because you know, it can get really underbitted quick. I mean, well, yeah. So the, you know, the one I was looking at with this guy today, it's a little commercial outfit for um, some kind of. I think it's literally some kind of like nail salon or Brazilian wax salon, something like that. No joke, because mm. it's Brazil something's in the name. Um, then Brazilians know how to wax. So I hear. <laughs> yeah. I may just start getting my head waxed up there. Jesus. Just quit, lose the guard. Quit 
Yeah, I need a beer after that. Just walk in there. <laughs> just walk in there. Tell them you want to be completely hairless. Just take my hat. Just walk in there. Just take my hat off. Yeah. They'll know exactly what's. Take right. care of this, please. <laughs> but no, I went through. I went through everything, and there's probably a good ten thousand dollars worth of materials, at least. And right. you know, the scope of work for this job is they've got to replace a five-ton rooftop. They've got to replace a couple fans. They've got to. You know, redo all this duct work, wrap it, so on and so forth. They bid twenty-two grand for the job. They're not going to make a dime. Man, that's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Zach give somebody a quote on a <laughs> three-ton unit the other day. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's this two-ton. <laughs> it's a classic example of of somebody that's just you know these guys have been in business forever, but they they really haven't seen how much prices have changed this year because he's still thinking. He can price the way he could nine months ago, and you can't anymore. We have been hit time after time after time constantly this year, and I know it's not over. I know we're going to see more, but it's this increase after freaking increase after increase, and you're getting increased even when you can't even get product. It's an absolute shit show. I think. I that, mean, what's the turnaround on a commercial unit? It depends. Like there, we've got some stuff that if it's build to order. It's February at this point, if you're lucky. Holy cow. Wow. No I think joke. commercial's harder to do as far as... Because with commercial, everybody's cutting everybody's throat with stuff. Everyone's cutting everybody's throat. With residential, you can add value, and the homeowner actually cares about it. Whereas commercial, they, right. they just want you just to put in whatever's the cheapest and just be on your way. Yeah, you're right. I feel like they don't care about your company... No. what you're you know what you're providing the service they just want it in and it's just supposed to run for 20 years yep. like, yeah yeah you can go upside down real fast like you were saying oh yeah oh we forgot to add this and fresh air this and smoke detectors this and that i mean mm-hmm. just immediately now you're two grand the hole you and then know. you'll have you know my other thing right now is where people can't find stuff, guys that have, you know, blown me off for years now suddenly are calling wanting this, this, and this. And I'm like, sorry. Oh, because of the shortage? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many times I've been, I've been threatened by people that they'll never do business with me again when they never did business with me in the first place. That's probably the most interesting one. <laughs> I've got yeah, cussed, I've got cussed out multiple times this summer just being like man that's like unfortunately he said you just you, you've not bought any equipment here and ever it's like well I bought a, I bought I bought some equipment in the past I was like you bought one gas pack six years ago I came in here and got a hot dog <laughs> yeah, for, yeah yeah and, and walked back out <laughs> yeah no, I missed the popcorn it's, it's, it's so ridiculous <laughs> oh you guys haven't I guess you hadn't there's no reason to bring it back the popcorn no. I miss playing hockey with the kernel seeds on the floor. <laughs> you go sweep yep. that floor up and there'd be like 60 of them. No, about the only thing we got back right now is, is coffee. Mainly because we've got yeah. one customer that just walks in there and makes a pot regardless of whether we're making it or not or if it's closed, they don't care. <laughs> well, aren't you the only one in there that drinks coffee? Riding? Not this time of year. No, oh, you got other people? Okay. No, no, I mean, that's I what I'm think, saying. Like, no. no, those guys literally just will come it's in just and, that and, one and go after go after the coffee pot. Their whole crew. They'll and, make and they'll, 
they'll yeah, make two make pots two and they'll drink them straight within like 10 minutes. I don't know how the hell they drink it that hot. I don't know how they get it down. It's hot. Are these like, those same guys that you're going to take a picture of the back of their van? Oh, it's already, already happened. Oh, wait, has it really? Worst van <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we're going to start. There's a dead start. body I'm in there somewhere. <laughs> there really probably is. I love how he puts like, <laughs> every morning they come and pick up a change out, which is great, right? Love it. Yeah. Um, and he'll put two, two, three quarter PVC couplings on the counter. <laughs> one, one copper elbow. I'm like, all that is in the van, man. You He's just like, gotta find it. <laughs> no, I'm like, no, it, it's in the van. There's, you've got a cases of that shit in there. Can I get a, you know what? Let me get one roll of this tape. I'm like, yeah, there's, it's in there too, man. You know, it's like when van. you look at a, a junkyard and they got the bulldozers pushing like the mounds of junk. That's it. That's what it looks like. <laughs> this one was pretty rough today too. I just sent you another oh, one. I, I can't wait to see that. This is a different one. It's not as bad oh, as that one Dennis sent. I, I walked up behind his van and just stood there and took a picture with him standing there. And he, he knew it was what I was doing. There I was like, <laughs> that's God. good. I see it. Wow. Here's the, oh, here's the next one. Here's the one you're that's, waiting for. That's not terrible. Oh yeah. That's... That looks like where you should host the next Saw movie. Yeah. You that's, probably that's where the guy was locked up. It was in the back of the van. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, and what's funny is I, I look in there and there's like no room for nothing, and he's getting like a gas pack <laughs> and, a, and an air handler and some flex, and I'm like, man, yeah, yeah. that's not going in there. Like, and they'll shove it in there, shut the doors, and roll out. And I'm like, I just don't know how that's in there. But whatever. I don't know how they get the gas packs out of that thing. That's a whole another problem. I'm glad we don't have to deal with. Yeah. Do you remember when I, they? Is if it's a company I'm thinking of, they pulled out and they accidentally got the rope for the main garage door latched yep. onto yes. their ladder and slit. <laughs> and he pulled out and had, that garage door has never shut as fast as that ever. No. It, it slammed shut and he drove off. He had part of the metal garage door dragging behind him. He didn't know it until he got to the job site. <laughs> And it's like, how did you get that far? Yeah, seven miles down the road. He, 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 called, he called. I remember he called. It was like 20, 30 minutes later. Yeah. But uh, good times. Yeah. <laughs> scared the crap out of everybody. I am the biggest, like, van stickler, man. Gosh. I mean, I sweat mine out every Monday organized it for the week like here we go keep a trash bucket in there you know you know what kills me Especially. i still see it with art you know with just text just being back in the field you know how many times they have to fill their vans up with gas right it's several times a week if they're if they're yeah, going that's from when product, i cleaned it out yeah every time you go to the gas station just throw your trash from mcdonald's away i mean i'm gonna throw jugs of freon in the quick trip trash can no, i'm just kidding <laughs> Just drop a condenser off in the <laughs> in the Just quick trip in there. the QT. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody leave will get it next it. to the free air. It won't. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it won't stay there long. All right, so Ryden gets a mullet update. Oh yeah, Ryden's it's, growing him a little. Yeah, Zach got to see it. 
get I did back get to see it yesterday. But <laughs> when you look at Ryden right now, he still looks like he's got a like if you took a number two guard. He's got very short hair, but he's got this lip on the back that's kind of flipping out. <laughs> I know it's coming. It's, it's going like to be a- super curly, man. AC Slater. The guy from uh, Slater from Stay by the Bell. <laughs> it's going to be curly as crap. It is going to be curly. It's going to be like that dang rat tail. <laughs> if you grow it out, and it's, a, it's really, really bad. I'm going to have to grow mine cul-de-sac out. I might try to grow them all up. <laughs> cul-de-sac. <laughs> is that what you call yeah. your haircut, a cul-de-sac? I mean, if I grew my hair out, it would be a cul-de-sac. <laughs> it would be a... Yep. <laughs> Turn around I've and head never back heard out. That. You've never hold, heard of a cul-de-sac? No. Not, um, not as a hairstyle. Not no. as a hair. That's no, a not as a haircut. Are you kidding me? God, you guys are killing me. That's that's that Fort Mill you talk. You didn't know no, that's I'm just I'm so sad Zach never got to see the the bleach blonde ponytail. I'm yeah, so I, sad. I really, really wanted to see that. All I thought about was Tiger King. <laughs> Tiger King. <laughs> That's what his hair's going. You guys hired Tiger King in there. (laughs) Oh man, we got a guy now. That dude is a beast. But I swear, when he drives the forklift, it looks like he's shoved in a Fisher Price toy. He is such a big dude. (laughs) Yeah, he's that's a a big boy. Seriously, seriously, he's he's coolest, nicest guy. His kid, like Corey's got the musician, and this guy's got a freaking fifteen-year-old throwing eighty-five. It's going to be a pitcher somewhere. Yeah, his son throws 85 miles an hour, and he's 15. Wow. Insane. Um, it's funny, though, because <clears throat> the way he's built, like, he doesn't have a good solid base on him. His legs are tiny. It's like he's he's just weeble-wobbling out there. I don't know. It's his good dude. He's been... Yeah, he's a great dude. Works hard. You never have to... You just about never have to ask him to do anything. He's coming to you trying to find something else to do because he's already done what you asked him to do. So speaking of new employee, like how what's the hiring like over there with you guys, Zach? Um, I think it's like that with everybody, really. Just having trouble, or I mean, yeah, I mean, got we, a lot of turnover right now. We haven't hired anybody since before summer. And we're slowly moving our installer into maintenances, and then his helper is getting ready to take <laughs> over what he was doing, and we're going to be hiring someone to come in under him. So we're trying okay. to promote within. Yeah, I mean that sounds good. Yeah, I mean, th- we're doing okay with that. Tell us a little bit about <laughs> the guy y'all just let go. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we God, let him go I a little can while. Tell some more of those stories too. Yeah, those are. Those are always fun. So when I first came on board there, which was in December, not long, we hired this guy. I'm just going to call him Mo. I don't give his real name in case he's in the area still. Right. But he, uh, when he was talking, I got to sit in on the interview and he was talking. And, and if you could just imagine this guy with, he sounded like a combination, and he all I had the attitude like it too. He sounded like a combination of Christopher Walken and Bob Dylan. <laughs> and I, I mean, everything he did was kind of like this right here when he would talk. And I'd just be like, "What?" You know. And then we were talking to him, and I, I'll never forget uh, the office lady uh, that works for us. She 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 went in there and she asked him what kind of like what size shirt does he wear? Like on the first day that he started, he goes, 
Well, and I, first of all, I asked him if anybody ever told him he sounded like Bob Dylan because this guy sounded just like Bob Dylan, but he had those quirky, quick cutoffs that sounded like Christopher Walken. <laughs> and she goes, uh, "What what size shirt are you wear?" He goes, "Well, it depends. It depends if I'm climbing a ladder or if I'm stretching out under a house." Or... She's like, "What shirt size do you have on right now?" <laughs> he's like, "He's like, well, right now I got a large." She goes, "Well, that's what I'm giving you." And, <laughs> <laughs> but then then he got paired with um one of our newer guys and he's he was 19 at the time he's 20 now he's super super bright but he was still kind of you know new and green but he's got a lot of common sense and he's absorbing everything like a sponge but he got paired with him and this this guy that we're talking about mo is <laughs> you know in his late 40s probably so he's got some experience uh, at least he had it when he was in the interview he told us about this experience and so we just did what everybody else does and you gotta just give him a chance and so he gets paired with him and the first thing he said he goes yeah well you know what i like to do and the guy's name was logan they got paired with him. he goes logan i like to get into a job and i like to use all five of my senses to diagnose it <laughs> <laughs> we're like what does that oh, mean does that mean you're gonna oh, put your mouth wait. on the on the gas valve and taste the gas and see what that's uh, gonna do <laughs> oh man we were all laughing at him but no that you know he uh <laughs> he was he was he was one of a kind man we'd be sitting in a more in a morning meeting we have meetings every tuesday and he's got adhd worse than anybody I've ever met and it's like a minute or two would go by maybe maybe five and he'd be quiet and all of a sudden he would just like convulse and it was because he just had to get that energy out i mean his legs would shoot up from under him his arms would go and he start <laughs> he start beating on the table we look at him and be like what the heck you know <laughs> And the thing that topped it, uh, there's a bunch of stories, but the thing that topped it, Alfred, I never even told you all this, Dennis. He was talking about back in the day, he used to get all the ladies. And he had oh, of course he, he had did. a Rolodex for all the bitches that were his. A Rolodex. He said, I have a Rolodex <laughs> for all the bitches that I was dating. And we're did like, he taste them all with his five senses? And, yeah. And he's talking to Logan. He's talking to Logan, and Logan's 19 doesn't even know what a Rolodex is. <laughs> <laughs> right, he doesn't know what the, yeah. a no, roll of what we were. We were one of the last times he did on the. It was one of the last times I remember when we introduced him. It got to the point where we knew that he couldn't. He just couldn't do what he said he was going to do. He was when we were introducing everybody. They were like, you know, this is Zach. He does this. This is Logan. This whatever. Like, hey, this is Mo. He eats crayons for breakfast, and that's all. He, that's all he said. That's all he said about it because there's nothing good to say. <laughs> he, he eats crayons for breakfast. Oh um, man! But yeah, the, so we were in the, the morning meeting, and we were, this one meeting we were talking about all the different air purifiers, and we we're talking about like the you know the I waves and the phenomenal airs and the uh, you know the UV bulbs and all that good stuff, right? And he just could not understand. Like we were talking, like he was, I want to know which one is the best. And it's like, well, there's some that are better than others and there's perks to each one. You know, that whole thing. All of us got that. It was common sense, but not, not to him. And he finally looked <laughs> no. at the, the manager that was up there talking to us all. And he goes, I, I, I got one question, one question, one question. He goes, which one put your dick in the dirt? <laughs> what? Yeah, like, that doesn't even make sense. Which one puts your dick in the dirt? <laughs> That, that after well that's that wasn't the one what, I want. that wasn't what decided everything but you know after that meeting he yeah. got pulled in the office and let go <laughs> so but wow. no that was that was good old God I want to say his name so bad because we all talk about it and he's 
He's, he was meant to do Saturday Night Live. That's what he was meant to do, not HVAC. Maybe he'll find his break. He was a good guy, though. Yeah. <laughs> he just wasn't uh, ready to do residential HVAC, at least the way that we did it. So now, what was his position there? Just he was a service tech. Service tech. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, just to it's give you an idea, just dips. to give you, yeah, he had that ADHD so bad that uh, my boss called me one night. And he goes, "I need you to go out to this house tomorrow and take Logan with you." Go out to this house. He goes, "I think between your experience and Logan's tools and common sense, that you guys can figure this out." He goes, "He put in a compressor and he goes, he was FaceTiming me." And he was shaking the camera so much because he moves around too fast. I couldn't see anything. And then I tried to talk and he kept interrupting me and talking over top of me. He goes, I, he, he, he went out there and replaced the compressor and it's not working. So we go out there the next day and we, we're sitting there just looking at everything. And we take the, uh, we're going to get down there and look at the compressor. So we take the fan, the fan and the, um, whatever you call it, the top of the condenser off the shroud. The, yeah. The shroud. And, uh, we get down there, we're like, well, no wonder it's not working. And when he, he put the compressor and he sweated it in and everything, but he he didn't plug it back in. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't tell That'll the customer that. Yeah. We just told him that there was, I can't remember what we said. We had to say something else, clever. But <laughs> it was like, oh, man. <clears throat> so from that point on, everything he said, you kind of took it with a grain of salt that he didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> Man, have you, I remember that reminds me when I first got in this and I was doing, uh, you know, maintenances in the spring, pulling the disconnect, cleaning it, forgot to put the disconnect in. God, how many times did you do that or forget to put the uh, door on all the way? I was getting ready to say that was the other one is they always screw up as a disconnect. Always. They forget to flip it. Or the furnace switch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just go up in the attic. So I used to get a call. Like we used to service Steve Harvey's house in Atlanta and they, they had a, of course they had a, like an in-house cleaning lady and she would go in this closet, which was the kind of a walk-in attic, put her stuff in there and flip the switch off to the furnace like three times a month. And it was a, you know, full on service call by the time they noticed, cause there's, there's eight units on the house. So, uh, you know, this, this went, this wing is getting hot and I'd get a call and have to go out there and you know, I'd start at the outdoor unit, see if it's running or whatever. And it was always that damn furnace switch, man. I finally had to like put a bunch of tape around it and write on a Sharpie. Like, uh, do you think they, they would were... have like a different color? Like instead yeah. of it being like a tan or a white or whatever, you right. can have some using a Sharpie color. to write on the, the cover works decent, but yeah. Oh yeah, I've been over there, and there's been four or five hundred people there having a party, and here I go walking through there with my little tool bag. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a that was a trip working there. I was doing a service call there one time, and Steve Harvey's dad was in the kitchen watching a western on the TV. And it was so loud. He could not hear a thing. And he had it cranked. And she was cooking. And she grabbed me and started having me help her cook in the kitchen. Steve's mom. It was crazy. 
So, but so Zach, now that you're now that you're back on the other side of the fence again, <clears throat> do you feel having been in wholesale and then going back to the residential side? One, do you feel you understand more about product than you did before or about putting things together with product or, you know, how has that helped you or even has it at all? I'm just kidding. No, no, I mean, seriously. No, honestly, no, it has helped me. It, it has tremendously helped me. Like I I can't even express it enough. I was actually just talking to somebody about tonight um, that it, I learned so much working in the wholesale, especially with the product, learning everything about the product. I, it's, it's made me, I, I learned, I learned a whole lot there. I mean, it, without that, it's literally made me who I am. So I'm very fortunate and very grateful for, you know, what I had in the past. Well now has it, and I guess part of it too, is it helped you, you know, having dealt with, you know, now knowing what it was like to have to deal with, with warranty parts, parts in general, ordering all those different things. Has it made you better about conditioning the homeowner for future situations like part may go bad, different things like that? Do you talk about anything like that when you're doing your sales pitch at all? Or do you get pushed back about how you'll handle if something goes bad, so on and so forth? No, I mean, like when I'm talking to somebody, for instance, if I've got like a, um, um, you know, like a zone board and let's say the zone board is working and it's fine. It's not old or anything like that. Well, let's say it is old, but it's working, you know, I'll offer it to them and I'll let them know, you know, there might be something with it that's causing an issue. You know, if it goes out, it could be that we're waiting on the board to come in or let's say that the, the dampers or the bypass or something, you know, and there's shortages with all that stuff. And so I'll just let them yeah. know. I don't know. I've gotten very patient. I guess when I, I worked the warehouse and everything through COVID, I, I learned about how the trucking it messed how messed up that was and it's yeah, made me very right. patient i mean I, I feel like i'm pretty patient with that stuff i, I feel like it. i feel like amazon in general has spoiled a lot of people when it comes to that's a good point yeah i mean really like yeah, i mean it's not prime now in the hvac industry sorry no i mean they're my buddy works for amazon and he said it's i mean some of the stuff he tells me how it works in there it's just it's insane but um yeah i mean the way you know three to five days is still three to five days like it was you know 20 years ago it ain't changed on our side i mean i, I, mean, I have well actually always, it has changed it's not three to five days now it's 20 to 25 in most cases <laughs> so, three to five months so, yeah, yeah so it's it's a it's still a different three to five rule i mean even when know. we had when we had product right it was uh Unless you could bring it from another branch, if it was coming from the factory, it was, I mean. I think it's, it's harder for service techs than it would be more for sales. Because, like, for me, I carry, I have, a like, a portable window unit. We have, like, ten of them, you know, probably more than that. But I always have one in, in the back of my vehicle. And that way, like, when I'm out there, I feel bad, you know, but I'll say, look, this is what it is. It's, there's nothing we can do about it. All I can do is have an open line of communication with you. And and for the time being, I can put this unit in only if they're waiting on us, 
You know, I mean, obviously right. I had one lady call and cancel. She had like two of her window units and she went with the company, but it is what it is. You take the chance, but with the service techs, I think it's harder for them because they're having trouble with like a call under warranty. And let's say the coil is not available and it's, oh, it's yeah. I talked about that in one of your episodes recently. Yep. You just have to have that yep. hard conversation. Just let them know this. Is, I mean, this is not like this is all new information. Yeah. I mean, they well, and, all, that, and that's, and that's know. when it's, yeah. And that's, and that's where there's guys now that that'll just break off and act like they've not had a single issue anytime during COVID at all. It's like, man, it's, it's, it's been like this while. I always felt like homeowners <laughs> are, they're still out of the loop a little bit though. You have to tell them what's going on. Well, and I think that's why I was wondering if, if Zach had any people or any people that were kind of asking, you know, questions about that affecting, you know, their, their future service or anything like that. When he's doing a sales pitch, that's kind of what was making me curious is no. everything people see on the news about that too. Yeah. The news did help with the shortage telling because everybody would be like, Oh, I've seen that on the news. It is a, a problem with that. Or we're having to wait on this or whatever, but right. I don't know. I, I really do. I think the service takes, it, it's just a, the thing is that, I mean, <clears throat> what they said, it was like some of the most dangerous words you could ever say as a human is it is what it is. But yeah, God, that's it, my wife. It's like, true. It is what right it is. There. I mean, <laughs> I know. it is the truth. I think if you show it, empathy, it? I think empathy is like the biggest because, I mean, I, I feel bad yeah. for some of these people. There's one lady well, that I had that I felt so bad she didn't qualify for any of our financing. And we had to go through a special financing that's called Mycroft, which is it literally, it was jumping through hoops for me to do it. It's a rigorous process. But when you when you do it, it what they do is instead of it being a loan, it is like a, like a car lease. So, like, if she forgets to make a payment, they'll hire a company to come take her unit. It's almost like getting in bed with the mafia. It's like 20-something percent interest. <laughs> and it's just oh. outrageous, but it's made the for people. buy here, pay it's, here. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's made like, for people. It's like buying without, a TV from Aaron's. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly what it is. And But, like, I felt bad because then she just she didn't have the money. And I, I called my manager. I was like, man, is there something I can do? Like, I'll, if I have to help. Like, I felt bad, man. I think if you just show empathy, it really helps. I think that if you care about your job and you care about this industry, it should come natural. And that's what I was going to say. Like people can yeah. tell that you care about what you do. Yeah. That's well, we've said it on here a bunch too, that I feel like 80, I don't know, 70% of the contractors out there still have trouble talking to a homeowner about certain things, man. They just, I get texts, call me and they go, look, man, this thing's leaking. I mean, we, I mean, what are we supposed to do? I'm like, well, you got to explain to the homeowner. I mean, can, can you just talk to them? I'm like, no, I can't talk to them. And you gotta, you gotta talk to them. I mean, you're, you're the one that got in this industry. I mean, you're dealing with the public. You got to be able to talk to them. Um, and you got to let them know that like, look, I'm not going to leave you hanging. We're going to take care of this, but this is what we got to do. You know, I get, I get these service calls. Um, to where I go out there and we can't get it to do what it's been doing. And the homeowner's like, what are we going to do? I'm like, well, we got to wait for it to, to do, you know, to break and then we'll fix it. Um, you know, I, I heard with some of the, uh, I need to turn my phone off. <laughs> I, I, I've got R2D2. Yeah. Help me Obi-Wan Kenobi. Help me Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
You're my own man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I'll tell you, though, the one thing that <clears throat> this is like the time, and I've seen it happen, and I, I don't understand why certain contractors are doing it, but there are people that are lower in their prices. I don't understand why they're doing it or they're cutting <laughs> deals or discounts. But the one thing that, that I've learned that I think is really good that I think more people would benefit from it if they really grasp it and understood it is stop trying to save people money. Because the thing is, right, people like to spend money. Like if you're trying to save them money, just give them a basic system. Don't give them a discount. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you, you know, offer all these options. And then if they, like I had someone that wanted a discount on something and they wanted to take a break off it. I was like, well, you ordered a phenomenal air purifier and you're going with a 17 seer system we can either drop the phenomenal error or we can go down to a 16 seer, you know? And they're like, no, I want to keep that. And it's like, well, here it is. And then they just, and that's the price. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to get nah, off on the rant, but no, that was, no, nah, you're good. Some, one of y'all just made me think about it was something I can't remember. No, nah, you don't, you don't want to, you, you have to get, you know, you have to get your team together and say, what do we need to charge to make a decent profit? And that's what we charge. And, and that's that's right? exactly it, Dennis. You got to own it. The head. Because make the second what's, you make what's fair. Do yeah. the fair thing. Do the right thing by the homeowner. Don't gouge him, but make your money. And the biggest reason I say make your money is you didn't get a license for free. You didn't spend no. the time to get the hours to go get a license to do all these different things. That cost you money. And you earn the yeah. right to charge what you're worth. Now. So, well, we got to keep the trade. We got to keep, keep it a good trade. You got to keep it a good trade because if everyone goes out there and does it for nothing, then you know all the time. Then you we'll guys be, spend, all be plumbers. Yeah, it's a luxury. It's, right, it's a luxury. But you know, <laughs> well, the second it, it, the second you you know cower back when someone asks you for a discount, it sh- immediately shows that you don't believe in your own pricing. So like, don't do it. Right. Don't ever well, do it. Well, then it's like, it's like, well, why did you give me that price to start yeah, with? Yeah. Then, then you got that too. Yep. Yeah. You don't want to. All right. So real quick while we're on sales, do you think Zach, that you can train somebody to do in-house sales? Yeah, I do. Cause I know some people are like, man, you just can't train that. Some people got it. Some people don't. Well, and, and I agree with that to a point because there's some people you can't create. I hate to say this. It's going to sound awful, but you can't create personality in a person. That's true. That you can't. Cause there was, yeah, I there mean, was you lay it all out on paper and it's robotic, right? I mean. Yeah. You can create a script and you can create these other things, but you can't, you can't just invent if someone has work you know, ethic, you can train them. But if they don't, yeah. I, I did hear something like that. If they don't have the gift of gab, yeah, that's it. You can tell some people it. just don't have it. I mean, everybody's got different methods to, to, to do what they're doing. But yeah, I feel like I could I could teach somebody. I mean, I'm <clears throat> yeah, I'm not boasting or anything like that. But like I've I've almost done personally myself. I've almost hit a you know I'm really close to hitting a million in sales just me. So, yeah, and you haven't done you haven't done fairly new in home residential, right? You've I did commercial before and light yeah, light residential. You know, I mean, we barely touched. I never gave options. I never gave. You know, that's the thing. Just being open and honest and giving options, and then you got to be excited. I'll tell you, man. The first time I sold a seventeen seer two stage, I was super pumped, and then I saw it in action, and I took a video of it, and 
I show a comparison video of that and the other one. I mean, people see it and they believe you, you know? I mean, right. I don't know. I think you get, you get all energetic and you get dorky about it. You get excited. I think they can tell. And there's people that probably think you're weird, but well, and I, yeah. And on high seer, are you pushing more comfort than, is that how you're pushing yeah, it? I don't, that's I how don't, I used I to don't push, push energy efficiency. I do. I, I briefly touch on it, but my thing is, there's three things that they do. And the first one is it, it does, you know, cost less to operate. And then, especially if it's multi-stage stuff, which they all are, uh, when you get higher, right. so, you know, so then not only at a hundred percent of its capacity, it's more efficient. It's now even more efficient because it's only at 70% or it's variable speed or whatever. But the, the, the two biggest things that I push more than anything is the, the more consistent temperature in all the rooms because it's running for a longer period of time at a lower volume. But the biggest thing right. is the humidity control. And that's, yep. that's what, that's what I think more people get. And the thing is people will be like, yeah, well, it seems like more things that'll break. You know, they'll say that and you'll be like, well, it's built to do this. Like it's, it's not, you're not going to run into that. I mean, at times everything breaks as mechanical, but these things are built for that. Yeah. It's, it's just like, right. you know, you get a POS car, it's only going to run you like maybe 70,000 miles before it starts breaking down versus something a little nicer. They might, you know what I mean? It makes sense. So it's just people look that people that are uneducated in it. I was, I honestly was until I worked for where you guys are. I learned a lot there. And then working for where I'm at now, the manager I have loves high seer stuff. And he was all excited about it. And that got me excited about it. And he's like, you just need to put one in. When you put one in and you see it, he goes, you're going to love it. And it's the truth. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's well, it's what's headed down our path anyway. Um, so yeah, so what? Right, so we, I got. Looks like we're waving the flag for a beer break here. Yes, beer I've break. Only, I've actually finished a whole beer. See? All right, you know, Perfect. you didn't throw up yet. No, I did not. My dizziness <laughs> is. Well, here, hold on. Let me. I'm move just gonna go to, straight past the dizziness. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna kill over. We're gonna move the puking <laughs> rally break for later. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah. We'll bump that. All right. <laughs> Ryan is a copy and paste machine, man. And there's a lot of pink going. Is he pink on your screen here? His little name? Yes. Which is yeah, funny because Dennis is pink on mine. Though that sounded good, didn't it? Might <laughs> 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 crop that out. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time we go get a beer. What's up, HVAC crew? Dennis here from HVAC R&D to talk to you a little bit about the ultimate educational experience for the contractor. As you know, I'm on the training side of this industry and I can't stress it enough that you can't miss this event. As you know, we partnered with EGIA Contracting University to support them on this highly anticipated event. EPIC 2021 will take place at Paris, Las Vegas on the iconic Las Vegas Strip, October 28th and the 29th. It will feature celebrity keynote presenters like Damon John, John Taffer, and those passing zone guys. Breakout sessions delivered by legendary industry experts, access to the best in class product and service providers, dynamic networking opportunities, and an unforgettable evening party at the top of the Paris Las Vegas. And of course, me and Ryan are gonna hook you up with $50 off when you go to rd50 at epic2021.com. That's rd50 at epic2021.com. And we hope to see you out there. Yeah, come on.
and I just got a call tonight, right? That our guy just put in a 17 sear AC gas furnace, 96%, you know, and God, dude, he, he re-ran, I upsized their return ducts because they were undersized and they ran them right in the middle of like, dude, it's like the sloppiest job is wires were everywhere. That's the most embarrassing thing. It's like, I put all this effort oh, in like, yeah. like doing my part and then talking our company yep. up and talking out why they need this. And then the homeowner calls me. He's like, man, I'm disappointed. I'm like, God, I feel you. We're going to fix this for you. Just give me a date. And so it's just, it's ridiculous. It happens all the time though. They get in a hurry. It's just, they just don't care. That's, you know, I just don't yeah. understand how people don't care. Well, hey, let's, let's, bring, let's bring our show back in and let's, Sorry. let's yeah. continue that conversation too now that we kind of know we're back. But no, I'm right there with you when it comes to that. And I know... I just went off on a tangent. I, I no, no, no. That's a good tangent. I'm glad you started talking about that because yep. we've had that's, we've that got, here you know, lately. We've got one of our guys right now, good friend of mine, very good friend of mine, and he is just burning through a man, like group of installers after group of installers, like son of a bitch, those guys suck too. Get out. Um, I saw some stuff that, uh, well, like this, this latest one he had, no matter what he wanted to compare every high sear communicating systems. Like, well, I put in that carrier. This isn't that carrier. It's completely man. different. This ain't that carrier. It's different. Yeah. No, you can't any go other from brand one to ain't the that other. Carrier. I feel like the, the installer, <laughs> you know, I feel like they should get paid pretty dang close to what the salesman gets paid because they're the ones doing the hard work and i, I do believe that they should get a commission, I'm telling commission you. on, on and, and that's yeah. what we do we give ours a commission or they get an incentive it's not really a commission incentive and if, if they pass it and they don't have to go back and everything passes they they get a, a percentage i don't know what that percentage is but you know i feel like it should be pretty pretty hefty because it would incentivize them to not make a mistake and then you're so there's a lot to yeah, there's, there's a lot to an install, man. There, there's a lot to making work. it look good. Yeah, it's, it's it's art. It's it's a lot of steps. Um, I mean, I love doing install, man. Are we back on? I yet? love doing this. Yeah, yeah we, we're we just had that conversation. I didn't realize you actually hit the. Okay. We never turned no, it we off. We don't. Oh no, nah, I just have to. I just have to go <laughs> in and edit this. It'll just take me like 16 hours to edit this, but. Um, no, yeah, I like. I, I've always said, and Ryden's heard me say it in class before, that your lead installers um, should make the same as your as your you know your good service techs. Um, now, if the service tech wants to upsell or maybe sell, if you don't have a salesman, he can make some more money there. But your lead installer needs to be top notch, and you need to take care of him. If you if you, um, you get what you pay for. I mean, you get these I feel guys, like they're looked down on a lot, man. They are, and they shouldn't be. It's it's hard and work. It really is hard work. Yeah. But it's like you said, it's an it's an art. There's a lot involved in it. But in order to get people to care, you have to be willing to pay them. And in order to willing to pay them, you have to raise your prices. It's something people are so worried about doing. Right. But you know. Well, I mean, you walk in an attic, or you take a homeowner up there. Um. And he's stepping over thermostat wire, and there's tape hanging off. I mean, he's going to see that. He's going to know something's amiss. Uh, it makes me think about that. All they that care about is their Christmas That one storage. house that you and I went to, Dennis, every time. <laughs> God. Yeah. 
Yeah, that one guy we got, he keeps going through installers. I mean... You should have seen... So, the job that got him got him completely axed. You should see... I should have taken pictures of him. I gotta go meet with those guys tomorrow. If it's still behind their shop, I'll take a picture of it. But like, you should see how he put together these freaking trunk runs. It is quite literally the about the shittiest way I've ever seen anybody put... Round yeah, I mean the plenum is just, Are they just round, falling is it round off. Pipe? Oh, this is round pipe, but it's done so fucking terribly. <laughs> like it made me embarrassed that it had to just be on God, display I behind see the it. shop in the trash pile. It was just so bad. <laughs> like there was no so, care at all with it. None. Just speaking of that, we. <laughs> I was doing an install, probably my second year doing installs, and. So there, there was a time there in, in Atlanta where duckboard, you know, duckboard plenums were just huge. I mean, huge. Probably the mid-90s, it was just duckboard everywhere. Trunk lines with flex takeoffs in an attic or in a basement or whatever. And I was taking this apart, and we're like, we're going to replace this. We tore the plenum out, and we got the plenum out in the yard. You know, we just ripped it all out and threw it out there. And they had cut in a bigger collar and didn't have anything. And it had a pizza box <laughs> on there. I can't make it up. I, I used to have a picture of it. It was a pizza box on one side because they didn't have any stability Jesus. there. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, where'd they get a pizza box? Like, I mean. Uh, That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's. You never know what you're going to run into, man. Yeah. Tape on tape on tape and some mastic. You're good to go. Yeah, Slap who needs some mastic on it. Yeah, just cover them up. I mean, duck. <laughs> you don't the only thing cool collar. about duckboard is cutting a collar in. Everything else after that sucks. Like, um, yeah, duckboard's no good, man. I can't believe all the plenums here that are the supplies that are insulated on the inside. I just I'm I not know a fan I'm of trying that. to figure out a way to get supplies, and we just insulate the outside because every time I do a a duck replacement, everything is insulated on the outside except for the supplies. I try to do a squared around, but sometimes that doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, it's just not good. I mean, there's just so much moisture right there. It's just you know, we always wrapped everything unless it was a commercial job it seemed like that's what we did i mean so in georgia yeah i mean even at the supply house we work at you know you buy a plenum and you had duck wrap and you the first thing you did on the on the install was start banging the plenums together and start wrapping them in the driveway like you drag it under there and screw it on and put your flat stickies on there or however you want to do it and um, it is what it is, but yeah, it sucked to wrap that in the crawl space. <laughs> no, we didn't wrap it in the crawl. Yeah, that'd be no, terrible. Hell no. Now you cut all your holes, and well, if you could, you could put put the collars on, but you got to be. I've I've put you collars be on before, and they couldn't one. get it up the attic stairs. <laughs> but all right, so you got to give us at least one good story, Zach you've had with a homeowner uh, i do have one it was a late night 
well, late night. It was a. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. It was. A, no, different story. <laughs> oh, not that one. Not that oh, one. Wrong job. Yeah. Got it. Um, yep. <laughs> no, I had this lady. It was six o'clock, you know, and she lived from my house. It was a little over an hour away. And it started at six. I called her and I drove all the way out there. And, uh, I called her about 30, 20 minutes before I got, you know, the appointment. And she's like, you think we can reschedule? And I was like, Oh, like God almighty. Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm all the, I'm already here. She's like, Oh, well then never mind." And I'm like, okay. And I wasn't there, but I was like really close. She goes, all right, well, I'll be there in a little bit. I'm just really tired. And I said, okay. And so I, she finally gets here. We get, you know, whatever. And, and she's just like half the people you know, are just real worried about the mask. She's a nurse. So she's like, you know, I saw masked up and went in and looked at everything. It was just to replace her entire system. And I go do my thing and I come go back out in the car and work up my quote. I come back in about this point we're at, we're at an hour. And then I sit down and I start going over the presentation as she's in there. Her son, is in there, but he was at the top of the steps, wanting like listening, and he's probably like, I don't know, like nine, maybe ten, and he, I couldn't understand what he's saying because he had his hand over his mouth, and he was just like, Man, I want to listen, I want to come out there, and I'm like, what is he saying? And he was he's saying he wanted to come out there, and the mom was like, well, come on out. He goes, why well, do I have a mask? And so she goes, well, just come on out here, you'll be okay. And the whole time he held his hand over his face, like he was squeezing his mouth. <laughs> And, and every time he would talk, he would open his fingers so that he would be able to talk and he'd shut his fingers again. And his mom didn't do anything about it, but that's not even the thing. It's just, it was a very weird experience. So then I was getting ready to leave and we started talking and somehow, because with people, I don't, I just naturally start talking to people and I just, we go off on a tangent. I said something about, she said something about musicals and I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, we watched one that was really good and it was the greatest showman. And she's like, Oh, that's my favorite. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I just, you know, she was telling me she's going to have to talk about something. That I'm, I don't know. So I, I didn't feel like it was going anywhere. So I was like, well, I'm going to go. And then by that time, uh, she's like, well, hold on a minute. You got it. Have you heard pink cover that song from the greatest showman? I was like, uh, no, I haven't. I was like, I know what song you're talking about. It's a great song, but I, I, I didn't know she covered it. She goes, oh, it's amazing. I was like, yeah, okay, well, you know, I'll check it out. And I stood, I stood up. I was sitting on the couch. I stood up, and she's like, no, no, sit back down. She goes, you got to listen to it right now. And I was like, oh god, okay. And uh, then about that time, her mom walks in. I guess she lived with her, and she walked in. She walked in in the middle of what I'm getting ready to tell you. So she starts <laughs> playing it, and the girl said, as the music was starting up, she goes, and she looked at me, and she goes. I was in college. I was in musical theater. I was like, oh, okay. oh boy. Well, she, <laughs> the, I'm gonna go the now. music started and she started singing. And then she started singing loud, like really loud. And this whole musical, she started doing the hand gestures and everything. And I'm like smiling. Oh, I'm, she kept looking at me. So I had to smile at her. But it was like, what am I supposed to do? And then her mom walks in in the middle of it. Her mom looks at me and she goes, the shit y'all have to put up. She goes, you know, you should, you should. Was the son still standing there with his hand over his face? I don't know, but you know what the son looked like? I don't know if you guys know the main character from Peaky Blinders. The guy, that, her son looked, I'm not kidding. You look just like him. I even told her that when I was there, I I showed her a picture. She goes, wow, he looks just like him. I'm like, he does. 
So, but yeah, and then I got up and I left, and then a day or two went by. She called me, and I got the job. <laughs> so I it was worth it, but it was kind of, it was weird, man. It was weird. Oh man, that's uh, funny. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's all because you just talked to her. She got to share her hobby with you. So I she obviously felt got her. Right. So you got the job. Yeah, that's that's what it is, man. I didn't think I was getting it, but oh, I would have been pissed not get that one. <laughs> Dennis, I think <laughs> I called you and told you about that job. <clears throat> you did, and I'm like, please God, tell me you got that job. Yeah, like, at the I time don't... I didn't have it. I didn't. That's right. <laughs> Now talking about now you're talking about uh, the little kid with his mask. Didn't you have someone lately that wouldn't even let you near the house because they were just scared to death because you were? Oh, yeah, I had a guy, <laughs> and he lived in this. It was a pretty good sized house, and we started talking. And I went, I met him outside, and then I walked around. And my whole thing is, I'll go out there, I have the mask in my hand, and uh, you know, if they if they have a mask on, I'll immediately put it on, and if they don't, then I'll ask him be like you know are you okay with it you know he's like yeah we're outside it's fine i'm like okay cool so we walked around we go to this uh i go in this crawl space and i come back in there and before before i even get into this so what happened was he had a two o'clock appointment i called him at at 220 or at uh 140 and said hey i'm about 20 minutes out he goes yeah i got another company here right now they'll be here for about 20 minutes just give him about 20 minutes i was like okay so I get there at like right at two and I'm watching and this company doesn't leave until three. So I'm sitting there down the street for an Jeez. hour and then I finally call him and this dude's already worn out and he goes, yeah, come on in. Come on. I'm like, God, okay. So I pull in oh, yeah. and I go do the cross space and then I come out and I'm talking to him about everything. And, um, I was like, yeah, I was like, well, the next thing I need to do is I need to look at your breaker box. He goes, it's right here. And so I was like, okay. And I said, I'd like to look at your thermostat. He goes, why do you want to look at that? It's like, well, I like to look at your thermostat and take it off the wall and look at the wires. He goes, well, can't you tell from inside? And I said, well, sometimes they splice them. I just like to look at it. I was like, I've messed up enough in this, in this, uh, in this field to know what to prevent. So he's like, okay. And then I said, I need to also look at your filters. He goes, I just changed them. I was like, well, I don't care about you changing them. I was like, I just want to measure the size of them, make sure that they're sized correctly. He's like, all right. He goes, we got to put a mask on. He goes, my wife is weird about it. I said, yeah, I understand. I'm good. You know, and if it makes you feel better, I've been vaccinated. And uh, he goes, oh, we don't like that. Like, <laughs> I was like, I, it just threw me uh, off guard. Yeah. I'm like, what? And he goes, you're part of the problem. I'm like, oh, like, I just wanted, I didn't even know what to say. And I'm like, well, yeah. I haven't heard. Open I haven't, mouth, I had, insert foot. I haven't heard that, you know. And uh, <laughs> and, and I was like, one. but uh, I don't have to come in. He goes, now come on in. I'm like, okay. So I come in there and I look at everything and we're good. And then I was like, all right, well, give me a few minutes. I'll work it up. So I worked it up and I called him. He, he was in his house. I said, Hey, I know your wife's, um, you know, concerned about everything. Do you want to meet outside at your patio? And he goes, yeah, that'd be great. And so I came around there and he goes, all right. He goes, we gotta, we can't be standing. I walked up and I gave him my sheet of paper that I give every one of them. And I, I gave him a pen and he goes, <laughs> he goes, well, hold on. He goes, we gotta be far apart. He goes, my wife's watching us. I was like, she's what? I was like, do you want her to come out here? I was like, I'd love to talk to her. He goes, no, 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 she's just watching us. And she, she doesn't want us to be near each other. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so the dude's standing like 10 feet away from me. So I'm kind of talking loud, you know, it's just really weird. And uh, his son comes out there probably about 10 minutes after I've been talking to him. And his son walks out. His son's probably like 12 or something. He comes out. He goes, dad, he goes, mom wants you to come inside. And he goes, I mean, she obviously, if she's watching, she can tell what I'm doing. And I'm just talking. And he goes, yeah, okay. And she goes, no, dad, 
mom wants you to come inside right now. Yeah, and you can't be fraternizing with the, the vaccinated. Yeah, <laughs> and that's I was the enemy. And it was like, golly, that's the first time that's happened, you know. But Well, there's that's that's what we're dealing with now. There's, there's a lot so of there that are people on. that yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. I almost think I just don't say anything unless they ask me. I don't know. But I well, don't I'm, Yeah, I think, I think that's I don't they got a mask on, you put one on. If they don't yeah. say, Hey, you know, you want me to wear a mask, they usually ah, I'm good, man. Yeah, I mean if they yeah. do, they do. That's that's what it is, but Well, and know. I think the the media has done a good job of making people on both sides absolutely paranoid and scared as hell of one another and all the above. Yeah, you got you, know, yeah, you it's got a, it's your choice, it's a free country. Do what you feel is right for you and move on. I don't care. You know, it it, it really is once again, here's our favorite line. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, we we live in a country where we have the right to choose, at least for now. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that was choose. Awesome. I'm sure I got more, but I can't. I can't think. Well, of so more. I do want to play. I do want to play probably the best voicemail I've ever gotten in my whole life. Yes. As a, yes. As a yes, text, yes. tech support guy. <laughs> so. Yeah, so this is, uh, I'm going to play this voicemail, and then I'll explain. Of course, Zach will know, Zach will know what it oh, is. Oh, God, but, uh, it's not, okay. Because I love, yeah. Oh, man, okay. I love I love <laughs> to play my voicemail. I know where we're going with it. <laughs> I love to play my voicemails on this show, because you never know what I'm going to get from text, but uh, <laughs> here we go. Hey, Dennis, this is Jobin. Hey, uh. I've got a technical issue for you, and uh, I had this customer, and the, the, the bearings are going bad in their blower motor, so I, I didn't have any kind of degreaser or anything to loosen it up. I didn't have any uh, bearing be gone, but uh, I did I did have a stick of butter in the truck, <laughs> and I shoved it in there, but this is the bad problem. Uh, it, the motor turned on, and, and I got butter coming out of every single register. And this guy's daughter is already overweight. She doesn't need anything tempting her to eat more. And right now, she's looking at eating eating the, the register because it looks like a nice buttery dish of toaster. So I don't. Know. This is beyond anything I've ever seen. Then she called me back. We got a problem. We got a problem. <laughs> Oh God! Oh. So that that was Zach. He loves to call me and do that. That is if you uh, if any of you guys ever just start doing <laughs> I do that with all my friends, leaving a weird voicemail. Yeah, it really does. It's so great when they finally call you and leave you one back because it's like yes, you know. Oh, it's great. I, I do I have a stick of butter on my truck. <laughs> I had a buddy that started that when I was in college. And he still to this day leaves me voicemail. If he if I don't answer, he, yeah, I'll pick up. And be like, you're not going to get me now. He's like, oh damn, you know. Zach will call and I can't answer, and I'll look down and it'll say 45 second voicemail, and I'm like, oh god, here we go. Here we. I go. forgot all about that one. About the stick of butter. I do have a stick of butter on my truck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. I wanted to touch. <laughs> God Almighty, that's awesome. Daughter's overweight; she can't have that. 
Get a nice buttery dish out there. (laughs) 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 She's going to be eating the registers before long. (laughs) Oh, man. That's great. So... We always, towards the end here, we here lately we've been uh, looking at our stats, our uh, podcast stats, see how we're Which doing Which we did, here. we did just cross uh, 3,000 downloads, so, and you know, yep. we actually, we went from 1,000 to 3,000 in the last couple months, so I mean, it's, it's really picked up, we appreciate everybody listening, so thank you so much for letting us keep having fun. For giving us a reason well to. and i figured i figured since we got zach on here zach's a <clears> podcast <throat> guy so what do you as far as hvac goes what do you like to listen to i know you probably listen to some sales stuff or the only this actually only because i don't get into the technical stuff because i'm not in the service you know i'm more into the right the management or the salesy thing but there's one that <clears throat> uses chris yano and paul redmond it's uh, called to the point it's pretty yep. good. I, there's a bunch of stuff on there on sales. There's a, episodes on like great leadership and and how to keep your team happy and and what employees need if you can't overcome them with great amounts of money and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just really cool stuff. It's just real motivational. But that's cool. This show makes me laugh. And I was surprised. <laughs> I told Ryden I was shocked when I found out how many how far this podcast had, had reached not saying anything bad about you guys or, or not thinking you guys couldn't do it but in the short amount of time that you guys have been doing it, it it shocked me that you guys are over like across the seas and up in canada like that's that's cool man that is really cool that well you guys i are think doing it's that. i think it's a it's a it's kind of a small niche market you know there's uh i don't know i just feel like there's not a lot of people just typing in hvac podcast but the ones that are there you know yeah i think you guys are doing I great know. i love it i listen to it every every week i love it i want to have some more people on here but so it's a little different on our end i feel like me and ryan we're going to talk about this real quick but because we're on the distributor side and you know i'm kind of connected to the factory like we can't just throw out everybody's company and no, who they work no, for you know it's just I know some of these podcasts do, but it's usually a tech that's, you know, he owns his own business and now he's doing podcasts and I mean, he doesn't really care, you know? Um, so we have Zach on here, you know, we're glad we have him on here and get some of I this stuff. I bet you'll get more. I really yeah, want to I mean, hear you guys, and you haven't said it once tonight. And I and I do think you both be rich if you had a nickel for every time you said, "Man, we gotta get that guy on the show." Talking about your dad's, whoever the guy oh, is, geez. dude. I'm I'm you going up every there episode. Next week. I'm going up there. Next well, first week. first I gotta buy him a laptop and get him some Wi-Fi, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> no, I was I was bring him up to to Cajun Joe's house. I'll get yeah. him and Cajun Joe together. I'll just take the mic and put it on surround and set everybody around the old dining room table. Just get it. Take it. I mean, we couldn't even get you signed on, Zach. I can't get this guy signed. No, we had to use my wife's email. Yeah, just get it. Old, get him to send old telegraph. Oh man, do they even do, they even do that anymore? Like you've been sending telegraphs all night in my damn ear. I know you're clicking that. <laughs> oh, we forgot to talk about. We forgot to talk about Corey's ba- uh, background music on the last oh, episode. God. 
No. Oh, yeah, Ryden, so, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I listen to the podcast usually a second time every Monday morning. I don't always get to hear it Friday because I typically listen on iHeartRadio, which sometimes it takes an extra couple hours to hit that. So sometimes I may not listen to it till Saturday or something else again since, you know, since Dennis finishes editing stuff. So I'm driving and I've got this thing on Monday morning. Was it Monday morning? I'm trying to remember. No, it actually, no, it was Friday. You'd send it to me Friday morning. So I was listening to it before we even posted it. Yep. And the whole time I'm driving, I keep hearing the, or the, I keep hearing this. It's just a noise. Tick. Yeah. And dude, I'm like, what in the hell is going on with my car? I'm trying <laughs> to figure out like if I got to, you know, you know, exactly something the same thing. or, you know, is there something <laughs> stuck somewhere? And it's just, you know, it, I mean, it, it's almost like when you used to put a, a card in your bike tire. Just, I was like, what in the hell is this? I, so, thought it, I thought it was you tapping on your desk. I was like, so, yeah. I was like he's yeah, been doing so, it the whole episode. And I'm like, that's the damn music. I got in such perfect time. How did he do that? Yeah, Corey makes our, our background music. And this one, because I can't turn it up too loud, obviously. But all you could hear was the snare, the little ticking of the snare. And it was just like. It made my anxiety go up. I, I'll tell you what it did. I'll tell you what it did. It reminded me, it brought me back to when I lived in Charlotte and I had an apartment and I had a refrigerator late at night that would make that noise. And it was never consistent tempo. It was off beat and it drove me nuts because it wasn't a, and I called the maintenance guy to get that thing replaced. And he'd come up there and it wouldn't, it was, it wasn't working like that. And so he'd be like, well, I can't, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm like, I know I'm telling you this. Stuff. Eventually I called so many times I got irritated. They replaced the refrigerator, but <laughs> That's literally what it reminded me of, you know, but yeah, I thought it was riding, tapping on his desk or something. I let Corey here tonight and he's like, God, I didn't think that was going to be an issue with that song. I was like, yeah, I know, but the volume is so low, <laughs> but, but that's, it's just prominent, that little ticking. And so no, anybody that listens, sorry, you don't have anything wrong with your car. I mean, you might, but um, <laughs> see if I can do better on that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mixed it at the branch and just threw it on there, and I uh, didn't even hear that. Did not pay that any attention. So, all right. So, anybody got anything else? Thanks for thanks for coming on, Zach. Oh yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yep. There it is. Yeah. So, thanks for having me. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm excited to listen to your your wife's. Uh, she's going to start reading children's books on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I'm for that too. I told I told oh, my we'll, wife. We'll about have it. to straight plug her on here. Yeah, <laughs> Kylie. All I'm that. thinking about is how bad I can butcher them. <laughs> I know. Me too. But <laughs> the big bad wolf. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, he That's a great he idea, though. He blew that house down. <laughs> yeah, with his pants down. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Here we go. <laughs> and good night. <laughs> All right. Yep. Thanks for listening to HVAC Crew. Have a great freaking weekend. We'll catch you next week. Yep. See y'all. <laughs>